You're listening to Simpler It's Radio, episode number 140, and this is a short bonus episode on the one-day fix to stress. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa. This is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. Today is a short bonus episode on the one-day stress fix. And I wanted to do this podcast to share with you the quick steps that you can do to kind of fix this stress problem in your life or this cortisol problem, which I'm going to explain what cortisol is in a second. But the reason I wanted to do this short bonus episode was because we're in the later parts of the metabolism series. Like we only have a few more episodes left and we've been talking a lot about the mindset. In fact, in the last episode, episode number 139, we specifically talked about how force creates resistance and how to change your mindset to really walk in health. Now, one of the things that I see so often is that we're just so stressed about everything in our life that little things that normally wouldn't stress us out now have become a stress. Like we're just so in tune to it and so overwhelmed by it that we can't escape it. And so I wanted to do this one day stress fix to help you like take a deep breath and get back into a cortisol rhythm because cortisol isn't a bad thing, but there needs to be a rhythm to it. And when that rhythm's out of balance, then it does turn into a really bad thing. And we see all kinds of things go on in our body that aren't healthy. And that's why we talked about that in the last episode about switching our mindset to be one less of force because force is a stress and more about desire and your values and wanting to do it. So today is just like the nitty gritty, here's a one day stress fix that I want you to try. Now, before we get there, I do need to explain what cortisol is. And before we even get there, I do wanna tell you that you can find all the information on this show and the one day stress fix over in the show notes at simperswellness.com backslash 140. Yes, I have the handout for you to help you do a quick one day stress fix. And if you wanna take things to another level, like just do the five day hormonal reset, like it fixes this, this entire problem. It's a little bit more sustaining than this one day stress fix, but this gives you an idea about how to get your body back in balance. Okay, so again, that's in the show notes, simperitswellness.com backslash 140. For now, let's talk about cortisol. What is cortisol? You've heard me talk about it a lot. I've probably already defined it, but I wanna do it more specifically here. So cortisol is a hormone and one of the main stress response chemicals produced by the adrenal glands inside the body. The other hormone is adrenaline, um, but we're often going to hear of cortisol being the main one. It's responsible for maintaining the health of and proper communication between every single cell in the body. So yes, the stress response in the body is not something to fear. Cortisol is not something to want to avoid altogether, but we just have to be in a healthy rhythm of it. Because in fact, cortisol is really, really powerful, but it is a part of the sympathetic nervous system, which we talked about again in a previous episode inside this metabolism series, which is our fight or flight response. And this is a really fast reaction. Our fight or flight response is like that quick, hurry, we're in trouble, we need help, we need energy, our body's stressed like right now. It's a survival mechanism of the body. The problem with cortisol is that while it is 
healthy, like including playing a number of roles like maintaining healthy blood pressure, regulating blood sugar, turning food into energy. The problem is, is that many people spend way too much time with excess cortisol circulating in their body. Like we have a chronic cortisol problem and that causes so many issues in our body, which I'm going to explain here in a second. But like I said, cortisol is responsible for maintaining the health and proper communication between every cell in the body. In a healthy body, there is a rhythm of cortisol where it should spike in the morning, which helps give us energy to start the day. It keeps inflammation low and our immune system at its peak. And then as the day goes on, we should naturally see cortisol decline. And by bedtime, we really are void of cortisol, allowing us to wind down and rest and go into the repair phase. Again, to allow us to go into that parasympathetic mode. Now, not only that, but it keeps us safe when our body perceives a threat. Like I mentioned, your hypothalamus sends a signal to your adrenal glands to start pumping out hormones like cortisol whenever we perceive Again, a mindset, right? Like there could be no real threat around, but anytime we perceive a threat, it releases and sets off this psychological response designated to help keep you out of danger. Many people, though, are spending way too much time with chronic cortisol levels. And normally what we see is that when the threat goes away, cortisol goes away as well and you can start to relax. But what we're finding is that that is no longer the case. Like we just constantly are pumping out cortisol over and over all day long And overexposure to cortisol messes with our body's ability to do so many functions. So here are some signs that you have excess or chronic cortisol levels. One, you have sleep problems. Two, hormonal imbalance. So you have an inability to lose weight. You have hot flashes, uh, infertility, anything like that. You get headaches a lot. You have anxiety or depression, blood sugar problems or metabolic problems. Again, weight challenges. You have decreased memory, decreased focus, maybe a lack of willpower. You have... in immune system imbalances, so you lead to more frequent infections, reactivation of old viruses, so stealth pathogens can come back out, have allergies, inflammation, and even autoimmune disease. Again, most long-term chronic health problems can be traced to disturbances in the natural cortisol pattern. So things like obesity, digestive problems, diabetes, cancer can all be linked back to a disturbance or excess chronic cortisol levels. Like, Alarm should be firing, right? Like this one day cortisol or stress fix could be exactly what your body needs to just kind of take a breath, relax, and get you back into the rhythm. Now, these are things that you should be doing day in and day out anyways. Um, and so just learning from these habits. So what do we need to do? We need to reset your cortisol rhythm. It's one of the most important steps that we can take to feel in balance in our lives now and also to ensure long-term health. And the cool thing, though, about resetting your cortisol levels is it doesn't require like any crazy fancy food or supplements or tinctures like it's mostly lifestyle changes. And it's really shockingly simple, to be honest with you. So it it's our commitment, though, to reclaiming rhythm in our life. That's what's going to be the foundation for resetting cortisol levels. So are you ready? Here's the one day cortisol fix. The first one is is sleep. We're going to talk about if you can't sleep, what you can do, but we need to reset our sleep schedule. So what this means is that many of us are already functioning on a circadian rhythm, right? Um, We might have messed with this. And so we have an insomnia or an inability to fall asleep, all the things. Um, But what we really know about cortisol is that it's directly related to melatonin. So when cortisol is high, melatonin is low and melatonin is a hormone that comes into our body to help us reach deep sleep. 
Now, when we have excess cortisol and why one of the reasons naturally what's supposed to happen in a natural rhythm is that cortisol plummets at night so that melatonin can be released. But when we have excess cortisol going on and chronic cortisol levels, then we see that we don't have melatonin being produced and released and therefore we can't reach deep sleep, which also implies we can't reach detoxification and increase our immune system and all the things that happen at night. Not to mention, not getting enough sleep leads to intense cravings for sugar and carbohydrates, a lack of energy, and a lower immune system. So we need to reset our sleep cycle. So how do we? How are we going to do this? Well, first of all, we need to get at least seven hours of sleep. Now, there is some data like sleep chronotypes that you could get a little bit less sleep, maybe if that's like the person you are where you know you can function on six hours. But Really, if we see chronic cortisol levels and we see any kind of disease process, we are going to say that most people need a minimum of seven hours of sleep. It's kind of like the magic number. And the most crucial times to sleep are between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m., which means that we need to try and go to bed between 10 and 11, ideally, maybe even before that to really reach deep sleep. So step number one in this one-day stress fix is that you have to go to bed between the hours of 10 and 11. Again, the critical sleep cycle is between 12 and 2, and this is just studied based on um, sleep cycles. It has to do with the light outside, right? Like um, the the change in light and how our body responds to that. It's just, this is just the natural rhythm. So going to bed, getting seven hours of sleep, trying to go to bed between the hours of 10 and 11 at the latest. And if you can't do that, then we know that the number one sleep disruptor is electronic devices. So here's some tips to help you get better sleep, to help you release more melatonin. Do a digital detox at night, right? Like try not to be on your phone at least an hour, maybe two hours before you want to fall asleep. So put away your devices by 9 p.m. If you're watching TV, you got to try some blue light blocking glasses and even wear those after the sun goes down. I honestly wear blue light blocking glasses anytime I'm working on a computer or looking at a device, especially at night. So blue lights are one of the most disruptive thing that we have working against our melatonin levels because it releases cortisol at night when we shouldn't be doing that, right? Like our circadian rhythms are run based off of the night and light cycles. And so we need to get back onto that rhythm. So wearing, um, trying to do a digital detox where you put away your phone, you know, at eight, nine o'clock PM, if you're watching TV, then you put on some glasses, maybe 30 minutes before you want to fall asleep, read a book. Like you might not pick up very much of that book because your body's actually tired, but reading in that way can actually help your body to relax and get ready for bed. If you do work night shift, and I'm going to bring this up because I get questions all the time. Well, this sounds great, but I work the night shift. Here's the deal. You can bank sleep. So if you're trying to stay on a sleep cycle, know that you can bank sleep. So on the nights that you're not working, make sure you get extra sleep. Maybe take a nap before you go to your job. So banking sleep or getting extra sleep in preparation for not sleeping um, over a night shift is really, really helpful for your body. Also making sure you eat well on the job. And then there are a lot of adaptogenic herbs that you can use um, like ashwagandha that will help your body to deal with the stress of not sleeping or working the night shift and actually help you to sleep better so you can bank more sleep. I'm going to have that in the show notes. So if you're interested in night shift stuff, go to the show notes or you just have problems sleeping. I'm going to give a lot of resources to help you do that and the adaptogenic herbs that can help you. So again, tip number one on 
this stress fix, this one day stress fix is you've got to go to bed the night before. So going to bed between the hours of 10 and 11, doing the digital detox, reading before bed. And if you can buy a pair of blue light blocking glasses, they really do change things. The second tip is you're going to follow the light. So what that means is that the light, again, really changes our cortisol levels for the best. It's one of the best ways to keep our cortisol in rhythm. And that means in the morning hours, it's really, really important to get some daylight, natural daylight. Now, even if it's a cloudy day, you're still going to get the rays of the sun that are going to help. So trying to get outside for 10, even 15 minutes if you can, preferably. And if it's way too cold where you live and you're just not that kind of person, then sit by a window in the morning. Like if you get up, do your morning routine, eat breakfast in front of a window and try to get as much natural light as you can hitting your body. This penetration on your body really helps to, again, um, re-solidify your circadian rhythms in your body to release that cortisol in the daytime when your body needs it. Um, And starting your day off with natural light actually helps your body to relax better later in the day. I know it sounds bizarre and it doesn't seem like it matters, but natural light is a really, really critical point. And what we find is that so many people wake up, they get ready in the dark, they drive to work in the dark, and then they sit in a cubicle away from windows. So if that's you... Make an effort on a break to go outside and just walk around the premises for 10 or 15 minutes. If you can at lunch, you know, um, walk outside or, or go sit by some lights and, you know, move your computer over to a window or something like that. But natural light is so much different than blue lights or fluorescent lights that most of our bodies are um, being hit with or penetrated every day. But the key would be if you can wake up and get outside, do some activity in the daylight. Number three is you've got to eat at the right time. Now, next week, we have a whole podcast with an expert on intermittent fasting um, and fasting in general. But you know I'm a huge, huge fan of this. And one of the reasons is just because it's so healthy for our circadian rhythms and it helps our hormones to flow at the right times because our circadian rhythm directly influences our hormonal flow. So if we have hormonal imbalance, we probably have like the root cause of our circadian imbalance. So eating at the right time, doing intermittent fasting, right? Having breakfast and finishing all of your food within a 10, maybe 12 hour period. If you're just starting out, that means 12 hour window. So if you eat breakfast at 7 a.m., you have to be fully finished eating by 7 p.m. I like to scrunch that down into like an eight to 10 hour window. Just find that people have more benefit from that. But if you're starting out, do the 12 hour window. And the most critical thing with your circadian clock and excess cortisol levels is that you stop eating about three hours before bed. So if you know you're going to go to bed by 10, right, you have to stop eating by 7. So your last meal has to be finished before then. You know, if you're going to go to bed at 11, maybe you can push supper back a little bit later and do 8 o'clock, but it really will change your circadian clock. So eating at the right time. Now, what's also fascinating for my low-carb friends is that They're finding in the research that very low-carb diets actually increase your cortisol and your likelihood of putting on belly fat. Now, that is like, wait, like all the low-carb diets are telling me that I can lose belly fat, right? This is found mostly in women and it is research. But what they're finding is that extremely low-carb diets, especially at night, is actually a detriment. It's increasing your cortisol when you should be decreasing it. So it doesn't allow us to get into the right response. So there's something called carbohydrate cycling, and it's something that I focus more on, right? In the morning, 
Your breakfast should be mostly proteins and fats, vegetables, right? Like all the things. And then as the day goes on and progresses, your dinner should be one of your smallest meals of the day, but also contain the most carbohydrates. So maybe here you have a baked sweet potato or you have some kind of starchy vegetable, you know, like you focus more on the carbohydrates at night rather than the morning actually helps to suppress cortisol so that you can start to reach that deeper sleep. Yes, it is fascinating, but it is true. So that's the research. So eat at the right time and try eating more carbs as the day goes on and less in the morning. Number four is to reset after work and before dinner. So when you come home from work, try to take 30 minutes to an hour to like really regroup. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be away from your family, but maybe it's this time where you just play with your kids or you go on a hike, you know, you go on a family walk or you take your dog to the dog park, like do something that kind of turns off work again, trying to push us out of sympathetic mode and back into the parasympathetic mode, which is the rest and digest phase. So we can really start to come down and start to lower those cortisol levels as soon as we get home from work so that we can start to rest more easily at night. Because again, if you're catching the drift, sleep is the most important thing for cortisol and stress levels. So trying to do something, resetting after work, like I said, it doesn't have to just be like silence or meditation, but it can be something fun that you actually enjoy doing of just kind of decompressing. Number five is to avoid caffeine and alcohol. (laughs) Oh man, you're like shutting this off right now, but bear with me, right? I'm not saying that you have to do this forever, but specifically caffeine and alcohol are stimulants. So yes, even alcohol, some people think it makes them sleepy, but it actually is not helping you reach deep sleep. It's actually a stimulant and a toxin, so your body has to process it. But if you're gonna have caffeine and alcohol, it needs to be done in the morning hours. Um, People are like, what? Drinking in the morning, right? Um, For this one day stress fix though, like no caffeine, no alcohol. And really again, They're both stimulants. They both influence the production of melatonin. In fact, melatonin isn't produced in the effect of caffeine or alcohol. And some people are overly sensitive and caffeine takes a long time to process out of their bodies. I happen to be one of those people. It has like a 24-hour half-life in my body. So it means it can take a full day for me to actually get rid of that. Um, And there's a lot of people out there like that. So avoiding caffeine and alcohol, again, both stimulants. And this is in the case of stress. A lot of people drink alcohol because they're overly stressed, but that's actually causing more stress on the body. I know, mind blown, right? So trying to avoid that if you're overly stressed and at least in this period of time to reset your cortisol levels. Number six is be active. And I think this is actually number seven, but whatever. Be active. We know activity, while it increases cortisol at the time, right, is it's kind of like a stress on the body. It's actually doing the opposite long term. So while it has an influx of cortisol initially, long term, it's actually helping your body to relax and regroup and kind of do the processing that it needs to do. So being active is really, really huge. Now, there's this threshold of like being overly active, which is way too stressful um, and not being active at all, which is also stress to the body. So that's the sweet spot of being active, but not overly active where you push your body into kind of that survival mode or you start to threaten your body's survival. So being active. And then the last one is, of course, to eat clean. Like I can't not say this um, because here's the deal. Chronic inflammation is a huge trigger of cortisol imbalance. And one of the number one producers of chronic inflammation is our food that we consume. So things like excess sugar and processed foods and 
um, excess carbohydrates and bad fats, like all of these things are producing chronic inflammation in our body. And that is the number one trigger of cortisol imbalance. In addition to blood sugar imbalance, processed foods, poor quality fats, and high sugar can cause inflammations that leads to chronically overactive cortisol levels. That is the research. So we've got to start eating clean. And in that one day stress fix, I'm going to give you some recipes that you can use to eat clean and to make this all work. So of course we knew that one was coming, but really it's all an effort to beat inflammation and help cortisol to naturally cycle. Now here's what's so cool about this is that it doesn't take long for your body to get back in rhythm because your body wants to be healthy more than we ever give it credit for. So like I said, there are many benefits to getting your cortisol back in rhythm, like regulating your hormones, but really you're going to feel so much better. Your heart rate's going to slow down. Your muscles are going to relax. Your circadian rhythm's going to improve, and there's going to be a lot more blood flow to your brain. So you're going to have better focus and concentration and creativity, and you'll just be happier in general. Now you're like, holy cow, how do I do this? It's a lot of things, but remember, it's mostly lifestyle. Make sure you go to the show notes, grab that download so that you can really start to implement this in your life. And my hope with this is not to just be another overwhelming thing because anything that's overwhelming is also a stress on the body, something we're trying to avoid. So if you just pick one of the things that I talked about today, whether it's, you know, doing the digital detox at night, grabbing some blue light blocking glasses, trying to go to bed a little bit earlier. And if you go to bed at midnight, you know, just start every day trying to cycle 15 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier until you find the sweet spot where your body can actually relax. Consistency, like you're going to go to bed consistently whenever you normally do. You can change that consistency slowly over time. Other things like getting out in the light, you know, maybe in the morning you're just going to go sit outside or go on a quick walk outside to get that natural light. Try intermittent fasting. I think it's one of the easiest and the best things, not only to fix this, but so many other things in your body, right? Um, so pick one thing and commit to doing that at least for one day. If you're going to do it for one day, you really have to do all these things. But if you don't want to do the one day stress fix, pick one thing and commit to doing it for at least a week. And I can assure you in a week, you're going to notice already benefits of feeling so much better. So stick with it. But here's the deal. Cortisol is a massive problem in our society. And it's kind of one of those things that's intertwined with everything else, right? Our thought process, our mentality, everything we're talking about here on the metabolism series. So my encouragement to you is to really just start to implement these realistic lifestyle practices that don't take into account anything about restriction or deprivation or starvation or any of the things you fear but really just starting to put these lifestyle practices into play. And naturally what you're going to find is your cravings are going to change. You're going to start to want to eat healthier food. And that desire is going to be more upfront. Like there's going to be less resistance in the process of living a healthier life. Okay, that's it. I really hope that wasn't overwhelming. Make sure you go to the show notes at separatewellness.com backslash 140 to get all the information on the one day stress fix, that free download that you can grab and do this in your life to feel better. Okay, make sure you also go back and listen to all the other episodes in this metabolism series. They started at episode number 130 and we have two more episodes left in this series. So we're gonna go up to episode number 142. After that, we're gonna talk about some more things like hormones, women's issues, fascia, cellulite, um, adaptogens, And then this summer, we're going to dive into an anxiety series, and I'm so pumped about it. 
But in the meantime, don't forget to go to the show notes, sign up for my email list, and make sure you tell your friends and family about Simple Roots Radio. I'm so glad you're here. And I will be back next week talking with an expert all about intermittent fasting and just long-term fast and what that can do for our body. I have a ton of questions that I'm so excited to ask him. So stay tuned next week as we dive in with him. In the meantime, here's to having the best weekend.